Welcome to my podcast on American cultural history. The very first episode elucidates the use of religion during the civil rights era and quickly explains how Martin Luther King Jr. and the organization, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, used Christianity as a means to clear up racial tensions in America in the 1950s and 1960s. What you are about to hear is an excerpt of my research done on the black freedom struggle. The Southern Christian Leadership Conference and Religion When King was martyred in 1968, America lost its most effective prophet. James M. Washington, professor of religion, wrote in 1986. Not only does this quote reveal, by means of religious terminology, which sacred role Martin Luther King played for the, the American Civil Rights Movement, moreover, it sheds light on the importance of religion in King's, but also the SCLC's work. A Christian minister, King was chosen president of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference in 1957. It was formed out of church-led protest movements, with black ministers among its members. Christianity, once imposed on slaves by white oppressors, had now become a tool for African Americans against white supremacy. How did Martin Luther King and SCLC members use religion in their campaign for full equality? Speeches and writings by King in a booklet by the SCLC help provide an answer. From 1957, the birth of SCLC, until 1964, the year of the Civil Rights Act, it was especially King whose speeches and writings forged the nonviolent movement, which is predominantly based on religious principles. Especially King wrote and talked about his Christian motives, therefore I have chosen writings and speeches likewise to find a broader spectrum of the use of religion. Scholars like Adam Fairclough and David Garrow are crucial not only because they've been quoted repeatedly, but because they thematize SCLC and religion. I found further secondary sources that I have also analyzed. So far, religion and faith as a tool against white supremacy have not been discussed explicitly. Since they do play an essential role and mark a notable reverse of white to black Christianity, it is important to find out how and why the SCLC used religion for their campaign. As already mentioned, Christianity was taught to slaves by their white oppressors, and after the Great Awakening, a huge number of slaves have converted to Christianity. Gradually, black men became preachers and formed their own churches, as the freedman Joseph Willis did in Louisiana in 1812. Black church communities held their secret meetings and eventually concluded that, quote-unquote, slavery is contrary to the laws of God and hurtful to society. Southern whites feared that conversion to Christianity might lead to slave revolts. African Americans made it their own religion and a means of rebellion. The Nat Turner slave revolt in 1831 is one example of religiously motivated armed rebellion against white supremacy. As opposed to violent insurrections, 
the SCLC sought to reconcile with their oppressors and find a way not to separate blacks, but to unite all citizens. The following headlines will give a short overview of what I have found in King's speeches and writings and explain how the SCLC and King used religion against Jim Crow. Justification for SCLC's nonviolent campaign. King justified the SCLC's nonviolent campaign with the pacifist manner Jesus Christ objected the status quo. He called their civil disobedience a justified maladjustment to wrongful laws. Doing God's will. King related to agape, the love of God. He used this term to emphasize the love for all mankind that seeks nothing in return. As God loves all his children, representative SCLC members believed that loving every fellow person is the will of God. Love thy enemy is also a prominent quote of the Bible that applies to the SCLC's nonviolent campaign for full equality. Faith in Redemption King believed that using nonviolence as a method will eventually lead to redemption like Christ achieved redemption through nonviolence. King believed in a promised land of freedom and justice and in a just God who answers prayers. Imitating Jesus As Jesus preached peace and nonviolence, King and SCLC members sought to emulate him due to their belief. The principle, whoever strikes you on your right cheek, turn to him the other also, applies to the principle of the SCLC when we look at the Birmingham campaign, for, an, for example. King also believed that personal sufferings as the crucifixion of Christ or his personal experiences lead to redemption. Seeking Sympathy of Whites King and the Southern Christian Leadership Conference sought to win the enemy over. Love Thy Enemy became a method of uniting American citizens. The use of a common religion that whites can relate to is another way of preparing an inclusive community of black and white. Now, the SCLC used the Christian gospel as an example of nonviolent activism and fighting for justice, but also for humanity and brotherhood. The significance of this topic is the recognition of how African Americans used Christianity, although imposed on them during slavery, as their own tool against white supremacy. Thus, they induced a shift in society's mindset or at least on the surface, by demanding a change in the American legal system. Thank you for listening.